What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Best ever empty arena match. Candice LeRae gets involved. And we see some pretty cool replays. Hey, welcome to another episode of Raw and Order. Snap Judgments is a Snap Judgments for NXT. This week we have some amazing matches. I've been looking forward to this week for ages since they announced it well okay so not ages like two weeks but um we got basically all of the nxt takeover um all in one lump sum between two different weeks i guess so last week we had the uh, incredible north american title match this week um we had the triple or the the ladder match for the women um we had uh the uh the indish share i guess like i really thought the future was a better name there but we're gonna move on and then we had the black heart versus rebel heart um match uh the black heart versus rebel heart match a lot of fun uh but yeah this is uh raw and order of snap judgments uh we are a part of the tatnesco podcast network um with Great shows like Tatnus Co or Tatnus Uncensored, um, S- Chicken Hen with S and M and J, um, in the Dice Box Slam that actually has an AEW star in it, uh, and Nia Jax. So, uh, really, really, really great shows. Basement bullshit. Uh, make sure you go over to Tatnus Co. Com, I believe. Yeah, I think it's tatnusco.com. Check out all of the other podcasts there. Um, but we're here to talk NXT. We're here to talk about probably the greatest night of wrestling television since COVID-19 showed up. Uh, please, please, please uh, prepare yourselves because this is really, really good. Not a lot of matches here um, except for the best 36-minute match that's happened recently, including WrestleMania uh, and the best empty arena match of all time. Um this was amazing. So we're going to start off at the beginning. Uh, we're going to start off with the number one contenders match for the women. Um, this included Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, um, Mia Kim, um, or Mia Yim, sorry, Mia Yim, Chelsea Green, uh, and Tegan Knox. There was a couple really, really great spots here. Uh, there was a point where, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember who hurt Chelsea Green, but Chelsea Green's leg was wrapped up. I, I think it was Dakota Kai, um, was wrapped up in a ladder and they hit her leg with a, uh, steel chair, um, I sincerely thought Chelsea Green was going to win this thing even after that. She was down on the canvas outside the ring for a vast majority of the match. That's usually a good sign that somebody's going to come back in. She had an assistant out there with her um, in stone. Uh, just just a, a, a great opener, great match. Like, this has been one of the best matches that I've seen in in recent memory. Uh, and certainly the best women's ladder match I think I may have ever seen. Um we had high points, low points. 
Um, Candice LeRae was her usual baby face was absolutely involved in this match. Um, there was a point towards the end. Well, it was the end of the match. Candice LeRae took a, uh, fall off the ladder and landed on a ladder that was suspended between two rails. There was a Tegan Knox choke slam combined with, uh, I want to say Mia Yim, um, doing a power bomb to Raquel which was really, really cool. So it got Raquel out of the match and effectively reduced Dakota Kai's chances significantly. Um, at the end of the day, I think who we all thought was going to win it did win it. Uh, EO won. Um, EO climbed the ladder. Her and Candice are on the ladder at the very end. We had several ladder climbings, people pulling them off, kicking each other, just really, really good stuff. Um, but at the end, EO uh, took everybody out on the outside and then also climbed the ladder, uh, pushed Candice LeRae off onto the uh, ladder suspended between two ropes. Um, just a really, really good setup. This also gives us a really great Charlotte match, and I'm pumped for that because Charlotte doesn't have a lot of history of, of wrestling um, sky-based attacks, and EO, um, with the new attitude, actually, I guess I really shouldn't say new attitude, because it's been around for about a year, uh, with the attitude that she's had lately, um, it's gonna be a fantastic match, um, I, I really thought, I really thought at one point Chelsea Green was gonna win this, and I was rooting for her, like, um, when Stone was carrying her up the ladder and and rooting her up the ladder, like like this was a heel or this was a face-ish setup, and it was really really good. Uh, I, I deeply enjoy this. Um, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, of course, um, kind of renewed some rivalry there. Uh, of course, uh, Knox did her kicks and just beat the crap out of Dakota Kai at one point, which was great. Uh, just an, a great overall match. They did a good job of separating heel and face here. Um, there was a little bit of heel versus heel, a little bit of face versus face. But at the end of it, the heel, uh, Io Shirai, gets the win. So we actually have a heel versus heel championship, which I'm pumped about. Um, what a rough match for your first match, Charlotte. Somebody you've never faced before that is so uh, unique and different. Um... I, I almost feel like maybe they're taking the title off of Charlotte there. I don't know for sure, but I think maybe. Um, the next match, uh, well, they did, uh, there, there were some vignettes that really needed some attention here. Um, there was an NXT UK uh, vignette set up with the Finn Balor versus uh, Walter. Um, Give us a re kind of a review of... Uh, Imperium attacking Finn Balor uh, gave us the review of Balor's match um, against one of the, uh, I can't remember, against one of the members of uh, uh, Imperium who was actually on, uh, that was on NXT UK. Um, I think, I think we've got, I think we're going to have the Prince versus Volter, and I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, this is more of a review of NXT UK. Um, it was Alexander Wolf. That's who it was. I don't watch a lot of NXT UK. I, I, if I did, it would be for Volter matches and for Imperium. So, um, this is kind of, I'm kind of pumped. Like Finn gets to be a little closer to home back to his roots. 
um, maybe hold the title there in the UK for a while. Um, definitely bring some attention to the NXT UK, which would be awesome. Um, except for that means I have to watch it, which means I'm going to have to like watch in the middle of the day. Um, we finally found out the name of the future. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is about NXT squash matches, but they're never squashes. And so Indish Share, which is the name of the future, um, dismantled Everrise. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't a complete squash. Like, they NXT is is very very good about not completely burying somebody, but sometimes you need to bury somebody, especially. Uh, pardon me, especially when um, when you're bringing out a new new performers, a new set of performers, it really makes a big difference. So, um, yeah, not. Uh, not the worst thing I've ever seen by any means. Um, they did end up getting the wind. Uh, it's a slow, methodical match. I mean, it's it's what you expect from big dudes. Um, yeah. Then we get to the main event. Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. This opens up with Gargano pulling up in his Lincoln MKX with Candice. He gets out of the driver's seat. Candice gets out of the passenger seat. She's all sorts of pissed off that he's doing this. She tells him, you don't have to do this. He says, yes, I do have to do this. She hands him a, a brown paper bag. Goes in. Triple H reminds them both that this is the end of it. It's all over. I am pumped through the roof for this because I think it's going to be the, the arrival of Killer Cross. I am wrong at the end of this, just so you know. Um, we get an absolute battle. Drake was the referee. Um, which they made a point of, which I kind of liked. So, um, there was, they, these two just beat the ever-loving crap out of each other. If Edge and Randy Orton could have put on this 36-minute match for their last standing match, um, last man standing match, they would have had the best match at WrestleMania, hands down. They had a good match at WrestleMania, don't get me wrong. Um... This match rivaled, it didn't, it didn't rival the Firefly Funhouse match, but that's because the Firefly Funhouse match wasn't really a match, it was a cinematic adventure. Um, but it definitely rivaled uh, the Boneyard match, and a lot less involvement, a lot less mystery to this. It was just two dudes who wanted to beat the ever-leaven hell out of each other. Oh, they wanted to kick the H-E double hockey sticks out of each other, don't you know? Um... <laughs> fantastic match um there was everything from the crutch that got used uh there was a point where champa puts uh gargano through a table uh they go outside they fight on top of the the production trucks um they climb back down off the production trucks they go into the ring they're just beating the crap out of each other they end up hitting each other both at the exact same time with a I think it was both had a crotch right upside the head and they both fall down. Um, and in comes Candice LeRae and Candice LeRae says, are you happy now? She's all pissed off at her husband. Did you get what you wanted? Are you happy? Cause she was pissed off when she left. So Candice LeRae actually had the best night of her career. <laughs> um, she's yelling at Gargano, yelling at Gargano. She says, are you happy, Tommaso? I hate my husband now. Look what you've turned him into. I hate my husband. 
She goes, well, just finish it. If you're going to treat him that way and I'm going to hate him, just finish it. You finish it. And she's yelling at, at Champa, and she turns around and kicks Gargano in the dick. And um, every man who had a crush on Candice LeRae thought to themselves, I have a chance. But it wasn't true because she, as she walks away, Champa goes over and cares about her man or about his best friend. Says, "Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And um, he's kind of laying on the ground, and out of nowhere, Candace comes back in and kicks Champa in the dick, and then tells Gargano to get up and finish him. And Gargano takes out what was in the plastic or what was in the paper bag and shows it to Champa, which at one point I thought he was literally going to smother Champa's face with this, but it was a cup. Um, I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Get it away from his face. It's so gross. It's so gross. Stop. Um, And then he uh, picks him up and uh, finishes him off on the expose with a, with a kind of a, body out pedigree um, type thing and hits him lands him right on the on the wood of the mat um, there's a lot of people who didn't like this I loved it with the exception of the fact that it had to be nuts nut shots um, obviously this would have been grueling uh, like I said 36 minutes total on the network Um I think it could have been a little bit shorter, but I think it was the best 36-minute match we got. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a proper way to end a long feud, I suppose. Um, and I think it completes uh, Gargano's heel turn uh, and Champa's face turn. Um, I hope that it's the end. Maybe it might not be. I don't know. Um it was supposed to be an empty, empty building match, and it was an empty building match. And there was, I just thought this was a good opportunity to, because it interrupted the Champa Gargano match earlier. I thought that this was going to be the introduction to Killer Cross, and this wouldn't end. Um, but we're okay with that. Uh, good overall NXT. I really, really enjoyed it. I know that there's a bunch of people, bunch of people who. Did not enjoy the length of the Champa Gargano match. I think I think with those two, you have to. Like this isn't Orton. There's so much more history to these guys than there is. There's a lot of history to Orton and, and Edge because they're old. <laughs> I hate saying that. There's a ton of history in these guys because they're good with each other. If they're good pairing up, they're good against each other. They're just good wrestlers and so this was a lot of fun to watch those two beat the crap out of each other um again a lot of longer matches here because as a whole they weren't putting as much on tv um i would love to see them use some use some this is this nxt really does need to do about an hour of my favorite old matches or, or matches that formed me or something like that. We've talked a little bit about that on FBI and on WBU. Um, I think that's the route to go for the remainder of COVID-19. Um, if you want to do a couple matches, if you want to do some smack talk, you can do that between those. I think that's going to be solid stuff anyways. But um, there you have it. NXT. Um, 
I think because of the lack of matches and some of the extension of matches, I'm probably going to give it a six convictions, um, which is pretty solid for uh, what it is right now. It, it it was as good as the previous week. It was the one I was the most anticipating. Um, wasn't the best ever. Was the best ever empty arena match, but that doesn't say, I mean, here's the deal. So I gave you, at the beginning of this, I gave you a teaser. It was the best ever empty arena match. The other one was The Rock and Mankind. Like, I'm not qualifying the other non-canon empty arena matches. This was designed to be an empty arena match. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give it six out of six out of ten convictions. So, a couple of quiddles involved there. Um, but as a whole, really, really, really good wrestling. Um, really brutal. Um, probably, probably would have helped to have a little bit of blood in the, in the Gargano match, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, that is snap judgments for this week. Uh, again, check us out on anchor. Um, you hear all the stuff that we're supposed to say. I don't remember it all. So, um, hopefully, and I'm just saying, hopefully, um, Smarks will put something in here about, you know, donating to us and, and all the things that we need to do. Um, I just, I just want to watch some wrestling and enjoy it, man. And I think I did that a lot. Like I was really tired when I was watching this and I couldn't sleep, um, watching the Gargano Champa match. So that was pretty good. And I couldn't sleep during the ladder match. Um, I could have slept Darren and just share. That was not, uh, I, this is probably, if we get a couple, like if we get some UE stuff, undisputed era stuff in there, or, um, ah, crap. Oh, they did. They recapped Charlotte and, and, uh, Rhea. If we get a Rhea match in there, um, a Rhea interference in that ladder match is what I was expecting. Um, and then I fell in love with Chelsea Green. But if it was going to be clean, I expected it to be EO, and it was exactly that. So, anyway, um, you can find me at DA Vincent K. Fabe on Twitter. You can find Smarks at um, Raw and Order WBU. Um, hit us up. Tell Smarks how much of an idiot I am for this podcast. Because some people hated it, some people loved it. I loved it. So, catch you next week. Court adjourned.